Hello, and welcome to another episode of Couples in Their Own Homes Doing Podcasts. I am your host, Terrain Myers. I'm joined by my co-host, Katrina Myers. Katrina, how are you? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. I also renamed the podcast while you weren't paying attention. Oopsie daisies. We have um, a an awesome slate of guests. And by slate, I mean two. We have... Our returning champion, Arista Voorhees. Arista, how you doing? I'm doing good. I am drinking a Bud Light seltzer, so I am having the Bud Light seltzer of times right now. That's what I'm talking about, the Bud Light seltzer of times. Someone forgot to tell him that Claw is the law. We also have our first-time guest, and we've been trying to book her forever, Caitlin. Caitlin, how are you? Woo, I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Yes. Not, not here, here, you know, in my home. No, we, we get it. You're, we're, you're in your own home. <laughs> um, <laughs> so before we start, uh, before we start the actual episode, Caitlin, um, have you watched Hamilton yet? No, it is with great shame that yeah. I have not yet watched and I cannot wait to watch. Do you have a, a set time that you plan on watching? Possibly tonight. If not, definitely tomorrow. Today got away from me a bit, unfortunately. I would say do tonight. Um, Because it is (laughs) uber important that you watch it tonight. (laughs) Katrina and I watched it today. I literally woke up and then came downstairs and said, you ready for this? And then we watched it. Um, And Katrina, uh, we cried like babies. Is that correct? That's correct. I would say yours was worse, but yeah. Are you, wait, stop. What? <laughs> yeah. No, you honestly, you cried more than I did. Y- you do this thing where when you cry, you like full on sob. Fuck like you, you can't just like. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Fuck you, man. You can't just, you know, let some, some tears stream down your you face are... and maintain composure. Wow. You become a complete wreck. Holy so. shit. Okay, cool. You know what? I'm like you, Terrain. That's me. That's my style. <laughs> Lose it. I honestly, I'm not kidding. I think I still feel tears on my face. <laughs> and we watched it at like 9 a.m. <laughs> um, okay. Um, before we, also before we get started, Arista, um, what's up, man? What have you been up to? Uh, I, I'm trying to, I, we, we connected with Caitlin via Hamilton, so I have to try to find a way to connect with you. What's some stuff that you have going on? Maybe podcasts you'd like to promote or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can listen to, uh, uh, my latest episode of Arista's movie adventure in which I have two really great guests on and we talk about, uh, the social network and dope and the hate you give one of those guests being you. So that's that's correct. I was one of the guests. I had a lovely time. Thank you for having me. In hey. fact, one episode down the stream. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Good, good. The good. the the episode just before that was uh, a movie Tangerine and Moonlight, in which Kate, uh, I'm sorry, Katrina was the guest. So it's, I've got both of you. I got both of you in one, and then one each. So I. Uh, 
I'm feel like I'm I'm in Myrick Seven right now. <laughs> well, we are always thankful for you to invite us on. We are we will be on whenever you'd like us to, and we are grateful for the opportunity. Um, also, I I mean I got to see some awesome movies. I never saw Dope before, and Dope was fantastic. Like, I recommend everyone watch Dope. It's such a good movie. It's yeah. so oh, yeah. good. Katrina, what did you think about Tangerine? That was a, a good movie. It was really interesting. Um, I mean, you can listen to the episode for my full thoughts on yes. it. Yes. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. trying to get like a little, you know, like a tease. We're trying to get that tease in there. <laughs> We're trying to get that tease in there so that the people who listen to this one will then go over and listen to well, that Well, I believe one. in our last episode we also promoted that I, episode of Arista Movies. I'm not going to lie. promotion. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I think I promote Arista Movie Adventure almost every fucking week. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, yeah. Like, you might do it more than I do. <laughs> oh, I do it more than you allow me to promote Alco <laughs> on your podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man. Um, this is a one-sided friendship. No, no, no. It's a... It's a very it's a very open friendship, but a one sided promotional opportunity for podcasts. Um, uh, so before we get uh, before we get into um, actually no, this is pretty much the um, the first topic we wanted to talk about uh, talk to Caitlin because Caitlin is a social worker in the city of Philadelphia. Uh, Caitlin, am I allowed to say that, or do I need to go get rid of what I just said? No, you had had that all correct. Okay, good. I'm like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure she said we could talk about this, but I also don't remember. <laughs> I'm slightly drunk now. Um, <laughs> so, um, what? Uh, one thing that uh, has been cropping up amongst the um, amongst the protests of um, police brutality and um, you know, in favor of Black Black Lives Matter, uh, the movement. Uh, one thing that has been talked about was the um, moving away from policing specifically and moving towards, you know, um, specifically trained social workers in specific um, uh, so, uh, societal issues, right? Like, um, rather than sending the police for um, certain things that maybe they wouldn't be equipped for, you would send a social worker or social a team of social workers to um, work on the issue. So first, I wanted to talk about your experiences as a social worker, uh, specifically in this time of social unrest. How how would you describe what's going on for you now? Um, it's a very interesting time. Um, it's it just requires. I think a higher level of awareness. I mean, a lot of social work training. So just a quick plug to be a social worker. You know, the title is meant to be a protected profession. So you have your master's in social work. Um, not a lot of people know that it's not a, like to be a, like a snobby thing, like, Oh, you have to have your master's, but it's just meant to keep it this like protected profession so that, you know, people are trained and, we're not just calling anybody social workers, but a lot of social work training is on racial injustice. And um, it, it's what's happening now in our society is a big part of the education process of a social worker, but it's so much more at the forefront, like interacting with families now. Uh, it's a big topic of discussion, especially what's go, you know going on in Philadelphia specifically in the neighborhoods I'm specifically in Southwest, but, um, so it's been a big part of the work lately. Mm -hmm. 
What uh now I'm I'm I don't know if you know specifically about the the calls to maybe pull away from the funding for um uh policing and maybe uh push more of those funds into social work and allow social workers to uh, respond to calls that are better suited for a social worker. What do you think about that? Um, that specific of the, you know, defund the police or abolish the police argument. Yeah, I, I think it's super interesting. And I'm like, I, I think it's a great avenue to go down. I, the way I look at it is more like, okay, how is it actually going to be implemented? Cause I see some talk about having social workers, train police and I feel like we've we've seen you know the, the trainings just don't quite work um, the the trainings and the oh let's give them this education and let's give them this training uh, that's that's not enough but I think it's really interesting this idea of having social workers be the pr- people responding or be part of the team responding especially I think when it has to do with mental health crises or mm-hmm. crises that are related to families, you know, quote unquote, domestic situations like social workers are trained in de-escalating. We, we lower our, you know, our perceived power in a situation so we can meet people where they're at. And we try and one of the main tenets of social work is to not have a power differential between you and, and the person you're working with. So that's totally different than how police interact you know, with communities. So I think it's an interesting idea. It just has to be fleshed out the right way. How um, would you say your colleagues, like the attitude amongst colleagues is about this? Um, Because I know in like our small community terrains worked in social work before. And I know there's like an attitude amongst them of like, they didn't feel safe even in like the job they're already doing. So is there any concern about like the safety aspect of taking on more of those sort of situations? Yeah, I think so. I think that I haven't heard um, folks that I, well, that I work with, I haven't heard anyone say completely like, let's, let's eliminate all police because we know we've been in situations where we do need to call for police assistance and it's because something is over our heads and over our ability um, I would say we try to avoid that as much as possible, but I think that like there are times that we, we feel um, in an unsafe situation and you know we kind of have to sometimes de-escalate or kind of back out, leave the situation for our own safety. I would say they're pretty rare in my experience, but um, you know sometimes you do need, unfortunately, like that next level of um, intervention when we're, we're totally out of resources. We can't de-escalate their safety concerns. But so I think the social workers I've talked to, they're like, you know, there are some very small situations that we would still need, I guess, law enforcement to come out. But I think the thing is, can we avoid that at all, po- all, all possibilities? Can we avoid that? What can we do? Like, let's think outside of the box to avoid that, because a lot of times it does make things worse. Yeah, I, I, I kind of wanted to piggyback on that a little bit. Do you think that they're like um, so? So I, I think I agree um, in the sense that there are definitely times where, you know, social workers are out and they do need police assistance um, because they, you know, it's a situation that kind of gets a little bit further than where, like, the scope of what they can do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what are do you think that uh, so you said that social workers kind of have to think out of the box sometimes right like do you think that um maybe if they are given more training and have like like have the police as a backup but not the primary um in the situation do you think that that kind of has the ability to maybe um, further de-escalate issues and keep things at a place where there may not necessarily be um, a an unnecessary turn of violence when there doesn't need to be. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like and that's how I I see it could work out well of of this like team approach of you know let's have social workers try and work with the individuals, the families, you know, and if that's not working, if there is a greater safety concern that can't be managed, then okay, maybe call in the support. And maybe that support is law enforcement that don't have to even have weapons. Like it doesn't always, you know, I I think there's a way to do it. And like, I'm just speaking for myself, I'm in child welfare. So I'm, we're not social workers that people like to interact with, you know? That's from experience, (laughs) that is correct. Right. So we're not, you know, we're this, subsect of social work that also has a lot of uh, problematic history and a lot of valid criticisms and people feel about us, you know, distrust and paranoia for a good reason. Um, And so when I'm working with families, I'm acknowledging that with them and trying to make them understand. I, I understand why there's, you know, some, there's fear here in this relationship. There's a power imbalance. There's, you know, some distrust, but, and let's talk about it and let me try and, you know, change that power, power imbalance. So we can be at the same, same playing field and really feel comfortable in this helping relationship. But police don't do that. Right. Right. (laughs) They want to keep their power. They want, you know, if they're coming into your home, they're there to dominate the situation. They're not there to come and meet you at where you're at and have a, even like a respectful exchange most of the time. Yeah. I I think that, I think that's actually incredibly correct. Right. Like um, the difference between the way a social worker handles a situation and the way a police officer handles the situation is literally in the, not just the respect that's given to the other party, but in the way that a social worker is uh, going out of the way for the most part, I, I will say, you know, I, no one, not every, you know, not every uh, profession is perfect, whatever. Um, but for the most part, you have people that will try to put you on the same level playing field. Whereas um, when you see officers of the law, for the most part, they are like, I am an officer of the law. So right. everything I say is golden. Like, this is what is right. Like, right. and, and that's a, that's a, very specific situation that we want to try to get out of the mindset of that. That's an okay thing to continue happening. Um, Arista, do you have any thoughts about this? <laughs> because uh, uh, I feel like we've left you out now. <laughs> no, no. Caitlin is uh, proving time and time again, that she is more smarter, smarter than I am and certainly prettier than I am. So she's, I she's more, defer. she's more smarter and prettier. We got it. Yep, exactly. And bonus points. You know, uh, I will just say, like, any situation where any person has a gun and another person does not have a gun is certainly a power imbalance. So, 
you know that's the only the only thing I can add is that sentence. So yeah, isn't it? It's 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 honestly kind of astonishing that we expect members of society, just whatever Joe Schmo member of society, uh, to when a police officer is pointing a gun at them to be completely rational when <laughs> when we don't expect the same of a police officer because we give the excuse, oh, they were fearing for their life, right? Like like. No, we can't. That can't be a normal dynamic that we have in society, right? That can't be a normal thing that we just accept. And I think we're seeing, you know, uprisings. We're seeing people saying we don't fucking accept this anymore. And I think that's great. Um, I also uh, thank you, Caitlin, for the work that you do. Uh, That is something that not a lot of people want to do and not a lot of people have the wherewithal to be able to do. Um, So fucking congrats like that thank you for what you do it is it is great and it is very much needed work um oh thank you my friend you got it my dear friend (laughs) um before we move on to the next subject this is just a real quick thing aside that i wanted to bring up um we played some games last night didn't we Mm -hmm. we played some games we played uh, trivia murder party and we played push the button. We also played other stuff, but it doesn't matter because of those other two things that I mentioned. I won mm-hmm. one of each of those. And yeah, I lost right. everything at the most ultimate level of losing. <laughs> the most ultimate level. <laughs> Acquiring no points whatsoever. Yikes. I just wanted to make it clear that I, <laughs> I won those and I wanted uh, that to be on record. So I I'm, think the... The, the one we played push the button where Caitlin and I were both of the aliens, uh, that one didn't get finished, so we would have yeah. won that. And that uh, one did time out, and I will admit that it's possible that you might have won it, but we don't know. So Yeah, I don't think we would have. We were cracking up over here. Here we yeah. go. Oh, yeah. Hear that? Hear that? She, <laughs> you were like, we would have won that. She's like, I don't fucking think we would. <laughs> Caitlin, we're a team. <laughs> I'm bringing the team down. I can admit it. Speaking of... I have- Go ahead, go ahead. So I have no poker face. As soon as it showed we were both aliens, I was like, my face was just lit up. Like, hello, it's me. <laughs> Hi there, I'm Glorg the alien. Shit, I mean <laughs> Caitlin. Damn it. <laughs> Speaking of we are all a team, we as a nation are all a team in the fight against COVID-19. Uh, there is a another spike in cases that is happening now. Some say it's the second wave. Some say it's the continuance of the first wave, but we all know that one of the main things that we can do to stay safe is wear masks when we go out in public or so we thought there is a very large movement um, amongst seemingly just the right wing of America, um, that masks are a tool of the left to enslave us all. Um, so, <laughs> I, Arista, I'm going to start with you. Uh, why is it so hard to put on a fucking mask? People are confusing the don't tread on me for let me tread on you. <laughs> uh, they always have. They always have. Ooh, that was so good. That was really it's a, good. I, I can't take credit for that. It's something I saw on Twitter. But, oh, you, um, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, you know, I mean, wearing masks protects others from you. It doesn't protect you from others. And people, they don't, I don't think they want to care about that. 
and other people who I, I might add I have very low opinions of just kind of think, oh, it's my opinion to wear this mask. If I don't feel like it, then, you know, if you're immunocompromised, you should stay inside, not me. And so I think maybe the, just people are dumb, I guess, is <laughs> the, the, the boiling point here. But That was my point I was going to make. I was just going to say people are stupid. I was about to say, Caitlin, people are dumb is Arista's position. What do you got? Yeah, I was going to say people are fucking stupid, but then I was wondering if I could curse, and I thought, oh, of course I can curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, this this podcast, um, we, uh, now, this, you, I think you might be the first person who's, pers- uh, who's cursed on it, so. What? Con- yes, congrats, you're the first. No, no. The first F word <laughs> oh, we've ever had on the podcast. You're gaslighting me now. Dude, I said fuck, <laughs> like, nine times before we got to here. Like, you have <laughs> to know that this is... <laughs> Yeah, I think people are fucking stupid. That's really where I've landed. Mm. I've, you know, thought through all of the intellectual arguments, but I've landed there. Katrina, do you think that there's any other reason besides... Thank you. Go ahead. What's the people other? People are fucking selfish. Okay, there we go. Mm. Yeah, well, there we go. I, I would argue that's a subsect. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, I I think dumbness and selfishness are not necessarily linked. No, you can. I know some dumbass people no. who wear their mask. Right, but you can also like you can be you can be dumb. Uh, you you can be dumb, and then you can also be smart and decide well. I just don't want to because it's inconveniencing me. So I will use whatever nonsense oh, that is peddled to. Ooh, I really jumped. Uh, yeah. yeah, pitched on that. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll use whatever nonsense is peddled to <laughs> to de- to make a determination that I'm not wearing the mask. Right? Like I just I just want to ask, what inconvenience is it? Like you're wearing a mask on your face. You're wearing fabric over your mouth and nose for what? Twenty minutes a day? Maybe thirty? Like what do you, uh, what? See, that's that's I think that's the crux of it, right? Like, what is the what is the amount of time that you're out that turns this into an inconvenience? I see people saying things like, "Well, I have this, that, and the other thing. I have a pre a pre existing condition. I have asthma, so I can't wear the mask." Uh, like, one, you can, and two, <laughs> you're you should fucking. What are you doing hanging out outside? What are you doing? Like. I, I, one of the things I see is like, well, I have to go grocery shopping without the mask on because I have asthma and I um, just can't wear the mask. As someone who, one, has asthma and two, has asthma bad enough that he was hospitalized for it, I can tell you, uh, you can still wear your fucking mask or you can get curbside pickup. That's also an option. Or get a face shield. Get a face shield. Get like there you go. You get plenty of options. You get to breathe all your air out, and it just gets hit by the shield. Like (laughs) I don't, I don't see like you don't really see any uh, actual arguments. And then when it, when you find like where the where the roots of it are, it's a political fight. Um, So I would like to talk about like the the tops of the top of the American government. President Donald Trump has told people that they shouldn't have to wear masks. Now, he's recently um, moved towards a more pro-mask message, but that was after an incredibly long time of doing an anti-mask message, including going to a place where they make masks without wearing a mask, causing them to have to throw out all the fucking masks that they made. So... (laughs) 
Oh shit! Why? Why is this? Now, hang on. That's something you, you're gonna need to look up because I'm pretty sure I'm right, but I will admit that I might be wrong. And I'm, I'm I believe you. I'm allowed to be wrong because I'm a goddamn <laughs> American. So, so my question is, why is this turned into such a political fight, Caitlin? I'll start with you. Oh boy, I'm not the person to start with. Katrina, right. I'm gonna start with you. <laughs> I just think that. If Donald Trump had worn a mask from the start, there would not be this political issue in our country. Like, there would be, and and I still don't think he's been pictured wearing a mask at all. Um, So, from the start means at all. Um, But he just doesn't want to because he thinks he looks weak if he puts a mask on. So, he's turned this into a political issue, and now none of his followers will wear a mask, and now our numbers are rising when the rest of the world has been able to um, contain the virus a lot better. So, that's all it is. That's another consequence of electing Donald Trump as president. So, Caitlin, I'll now go to you. Do you have something now? Well, Katrina kind of stole what I was going to say, if yeah. I'm being honest. I mean, to be but... fair, I told you I'd start with you, and you balked on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it's just so fucking frustrating to me, the whole conversation, because other countries don't have this fucking problem. Right. Uh, right. It's just this individualism, this selfishness. I mean... And I totally agree with what you said, Katrina. Like, if he had just worn the freaking mask from the beginning, it would not have been a question. But the fact that it's this question now, and it's just grown to this magnitude, it's just disturbing. It's very disturbing. Right. We, we disturbed. We live in we live in a country that, though we have differing opinions on what's all, you know the right and the left, we we have these fights. We have policy fights and blah 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 now let's be clear we have more than policy fights but i'm just trying to boil it down to the way that a lot of people talk about it um because that's what they're comfortable with real in reality fucking it's night and day it's crazy but um what we say is you know we we for the most part agree with the same things as a country we all want to be alive we want to be healthy we want to continue living uh and we have now turned something that is just so ordinary and normal right now, which is there is a deadly virus. So wear a goddamn mask so you can protect your fellow American. We've turned that into a political, uh, like a standing point, right? Like this is Iwo Jima for, for a lot of people, which is bananas. Like there shouldn't be this kind of, um, political fight about this. Democrats and Republicans should be able to come together and say, "Hey, masks are good." I'm Lindsey Graham. I wear a mask. I'm Ben. Uh, I'm Ben. I, I can. I wear a Ben McAdams. I wear a mask. Like this is stupid. Um, Arista, your thoughts? Well, I have two things to sort of mention about this. One, I think that uh, of the two major political parties, one political party has embraced anti-intellectualism and sort of anti-science, and so that just inherently means those followers uh, aren't going to 
listen to the CDC or the medical experts because, you know, I know my body more than Dr. Fauci does. So right. therefore Rand I'm Paul's to... having fucking just floor fights with Dr. Fauci where Rand Paul's like, you keep telling us we can't play baseball. Why don't you tell us something nice? And Dr. Fauci's like, <laughs> one, I didn't tell you you can't play baseball, you fucking idiot. And two, uh, wear your goddamn mask. Like it's, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Rand, well, Rand Paul's a fucking doctor himself. He's an eye doctor. Yeah, he he's an optometrist, school. so he's not really a doctor. I'm kidding, <laughs> yeah. optometrist. Uh, send your hate mail to Arista's Movie Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and then the other thing, too, is, like, uh, Trump wearing a mask. Like, okay, so Trump could have easily, easily gotten every former living president, yep. uh, Obama, Bush, Carter, Clinton, all of them, all of them together to all wearing masks and make a PSA and release it to America. And that way it could have been like a, such a uh, uh, nonpartisan issue. Like we're just wearing masks for public good. See everybody, this is something we can all agree on in a, and no, it, Trump can't do that because he's a six year old men right. mentally. So, you know, you can't work with the bad guys than the liberals. So this uh, is just, this is also bad for him on a political front, right? Because when we when push comes to shove, mask wearing will help with containing the virus. Though we we all agree that you need more than just masks, but masks are very important in the solution to this problem. If if we have the if we have a mindset that we all need to wear masks, then Businesses opening won't be such a hard thing to fathom and a hard thing to be able to continue. And then we have an uptick in the economy, which will be helpful for him going into re-election. This is like A plus B equals duh, motherfucker. <laughs> and we still don't have like that consensus in the camp of Trump, right? Like, there still seems to be this faction that's like, well, no. Like, are, <laughs> Katrina, my real question is, are they trying to lose right now? I just, I think that Donald Trump is such a short-sighted person. He cannot see far enough to realize doing A plus B equals C. He can only see A. Like, he cannot mm -hmm. see beyond that. So I, I think that's really the issue. It did makes complete it i mean it would have made complete sense to take action sooner regarding coronavirus back in february when he was told about exactly it. but he can't see past a like oh that will hurt the economy so i'm gonna ignore it but it b is the entire country's gonna have to shut down if you don't do something now like he can't he just cannot see anything long term and and can't see past doing something initially that may be difficult or distasteful to himself to get to a better outcome. I just don't think that's possible for him. Caitlin, tell Katrina why she's wrong. Oh, no. I'm <laughs> not doing that. Yeah. No, I think I think it, it could have been an easy win for Trump, right? Like he could have. Just like you were Arista saying, the, the PSA, anything like that, anything, you know, show the American people wearing a mask is what you're supposed to do. It's part of your civic duty. It's normal, right? That would have been an easy he, win he, for him, and he would have gotten he, – he, 
somebody like me would have given him a slight, like, okay, that was decent. I'm not going to change my whole opinion on you, but I'll give you a tiny bit of credit. I would have posted it. I would have posted it. Yeah. This he this this motherfucker is losing out on an opportunity to sell goddamn maga masks. Yep. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally. Like literally he could just sell masks that say keep America great or keep America great or whatever he like wants to do. Like I don't I don't understand the idea that he's not doing like Marissa, your idea with the presidents, I believe uh didn't Gavin Newsom do that with um, bipartisan governors from California. Yeah, like Schwarzenegger, I think, right? Right. I think he did that with Schwarzenegger, but I think he did it with Brown Schwarzenegger. I want to say there was another one, but I don't honestly remember. Um, but I think maybe, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I don't remember the specifics, but I think he did this. Like, it, it is not hard. You can get all of these people to, to do this. I don't think that Obama would have been like, no, absolutely not. Like, you, the 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 overall message of wearing a mask is more important um, right now. Like that's the expedient it's... political thing right now. And this dummy has like an easy route to a political win, and he just throws it the fuck away. And just honestly, he tossed it to Biden. Biden is easily like the most high profile person to wear a mask right now because the president's a fucking child and won't do it. I just want to kind of piggyback too on what Katrina was saying about Trump not think, seeing thinking past point A. Like they're supposed to have a, a, another MAGA rally this week, I think in Alabama. Mount Rushmore? No, no, aren't they doing Mount Rushmore? They did. Th- they're doing Re- Mount Rushmore for Fourth of July. Yeah. But there was supposed to be one in Alabama too. Yeah. Did you know why he canceled the Alabama one? Because it, it wasn't. Were- because people were like, no, I don't, I don't yeah, know. Like, you know, so it wasn't because of spreading corona. It was because he wanted to avoid another Tulsa situation of looking pathetic with no one going. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's he's like he canceled it for the wrong asinine reason. Uh, one, he, sh- he shouldn't have even had it. But two, like, you he can't think past how does this look, make me look? Right. So. It's the same reason that he wants to limit testing in the u.s like limiting <laughs> testing doesn't limit the number of cases we have it just, it just makes us look better numbers. in the short term he cannot think about the long-term impact less tests means more people are getting infected without knowing it if we test more people we might be able to better contain like clusters and everything like he can't think that far mm. he just knows he wants less positive cases so less testing is the answer yeah I, that's I think that's absolutely correct. Like, mm-hmm. and he's and I say I think that's absolutely correct because he's fucking said that out loud, yeah. right? Like he says, the more testing we do, the more uh, numbers we get that are bad. So I said, slow down the testing. <laughs> uh, like that is factual. He said that, and then when his campaign said no, 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 he was joking. He went on an interview and said, I don't kid. Uh, like <laughs> he. The, the campaign's like, no, 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 he's just goofy. He's a big goofball. And he's like, I'm not a fucking goofball. I'm telling the truth. And then As... to make sure that we knew he was telling the truth, he fucking slashed funding for uh, mm-hmm. drive through fucking uh, drive through COVID testing centers in Texas when it's getting back to the height of the amount of cases in Texas. And we have because the Texas lieutenant governor saying Dr. Fauci doesn't know what he's talking about. We have the Texas lieutenant governor saying, while, while the actual governor is like, 
Wear a fucking please, mask, will you guys, guys. Please, please. Put a mask on? because uh, Dan Patrick already tried the look. We'll kill your grandma just cause. Like he tried that, and apparently people weren't down with it. Like it is, it is unbelievably baffling. So I'm gonna move to the last question, which is, and I'm gonna go to. I keep throwing these random in my head. Arista, I'm gonna go to you. Um, what uh, do we need to see? We obviously aren't gonna have. Um, we aren't going to have the White House be able to message this correctly, right? So what what do we need to see? What unity do we need to see from Democrats and Republicans um, in Congress, um, you know, the Senate, the House, um, maybe state governments to uh, give us a coherent message about masks? We're starting to see movement from, like we said, uh, Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, saying, hey, masks are mandatory. Um the governor of PA, who's our governor, also known as, I guess, Hitler, question mark, mm-hmm. made, yeah. is, making us, <laughs> is making us wear masks because of, you know. Because he cares about us. Oh, no, that's not. I don't think that's what the online <laughs> community says. I think the online community says he's doing it so that he can uh, make sure that he gets us all on cam and herds us into camps. I don't remember what it was. But um, <laughs> so, like, what do we need from a like what bipartisan effort do we need to get dumb dumbs to fucking start doing this and I, well, and I and i understand that calling some people dumb dumbs isn't helpful for the bipartisan message <laughs> but i want to make sure that it's very clear if you are not wearing a mask out of your quote principles unquote you're a fucking moron go ahead arista yeah so i mean i tipped my hand at this earlier when i talked about the the psa that could happen that i think would be good from from the president but it's the sort of same deal just get get everyone from all parts of society to hopefully agree. Like, unfortunately, I don't think some, some people like Alex Jones probably will never do this, but if people were to understand the consequences, you know, um, I've seen, I've seen stories of people popping up all the time. It's like, I was an anti-masker. I thought coronavirus was fake. And then I got it. Like those types of stories, I think maybe could hit home. So, Mm. If we could promote those stories, uh, one, and two, get like, you know, why, why can't Kevin McCarthy, the minority leader of the House, and Nancy Pelosi release a joint statement saying everyone should wear a fucking mask? Like, it's just, uh, and Governor Abbott in Texas is only doing this because, oops, he shit the bed the first time, which I guess is a little better than what Ron DeSantis is doing in Florida, which is, what what bed are you talking about? <laughs> what bed? I never should the bed. I never had a bed. You can't prove that I had a bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, widespread answer from basically, I mean, it has to come from the top everywhere. But just, I mean, even Pence, even Vice President Pence was saying, like, yeah, we should wear a mask. Like, if he yeah. were to do a, a PSA about that or something, like, I just, I... I think that's step one, is just getting prominent people to fucking actually do it. Mm. Uh, and then, you know... And when you I, say I, when you ahead. say prominent people, you mean prominent people from both sides, right? Like yes, yes. we we already have the left that's like, yeah, masks are necessary. It's not for us anymore, right? Like it's for the other side that refuses to believe that this is a thing. This isn't yeah. like an anti-vax situation where it is a right and left issue. The left knows we're a fucking mask. I mean, we live in a state in Pennsylvania where the 
House, uh, Pennsylvania State House Majority Leader had to resign because he covered up some of his own reps uh, having coronavirus and being on the Pennsylvania House floor. Uh, you hear that, that? Was... You hear that, Mike Terzai? You mother... Yeah. We're talking yeah. about you. You suck. Oh, you suck. I, uh, fun fact, I met Mike Terzai before. I went to a... I interned with my state rep uh, when I was graduating college, and he's a Republican. And I went to a Republican fundraiser in the Lehigh Valley, and Mike Terzai was there, and I like shook hands with him, met him and stuff, and he was like, oh, like, what are you interested in? Are you interested in this kind of work? I was like, mm, uh, yeah. You know, just to be nice, because, you know, I didn't, I, it was nice that I was there just to, to see it. But Yes, anyway, so. I do want to be the president of the NRA someday. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just want to say Mike Terzai is an idiot, and I have met him in person, and I can tell you that he is an idiot in person. Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> it's as simple as that. Like, even local government, uh, or like your local state rep, uh, these people, like, just... There needs to be uh, come down from high, like guys, come on, you know. And that was not to go too aside into this, but like the people who are affected are their goddamn constituents, like the people that vote for them, old right. people. Like, I just, it's about protecting your own voter base, anyway. So, right, you know, like do it for a, exactly, do it for a selfish reason. Do it because you want to yeah. keep your voter base alive. Like I, I don't. I, I know it's not good, but <laughs> I know it's not good. But I'd rather you do it for some reason than for than not do it at all. Like yeah, uh, Katrina, um, your thoughts on a bipartisan way to push the wearing of masks? Um, I'm gonna go full pessimistic, and it's too late. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think Okay, alright I really don't think there's anything to be done at this point um, Even if Donald Trump just starts wearing his mask all the time Which we know he's absolutely not going to do um, At this point his supporters are just going to say Oh, he's just posturing because he has yeah. to Because of whatever But we know the truth He's already told us the truth Right That we don't need to do this So And that and that's, and that happens because He does this thing where he says something one minute And then says something else the next minute And his supporters are like We know what he was trying to tell us Because <laughs> usually that's not wrong That he was trying to tell you something Right uh, Yeah, go Absolutely, ahead. Yeah. absolutely Like they just we all saw his white power video. We know he doesn't yeah. really mean. That sure, he, cares he deleted about it. Like, sure, he deleted it hours and hours later. But, but we got what they we got were, the message. We got the message. So, white power. Can I jump? Can I jump in on that real quick? Yeah. Fun, just fun fact: it's technically illegal for him to delete his own tweets. Yeah. Because he has, <laughs> he's argued in court. It's part of the public record. Yeah, exactly. So that's I thought that was hilarious. Just just added to the fucking list of his stupid bullshit. Yep. But, Anyway, keep going. <laughs> yeah, I just i I think there's very little to be done anymore at all. Um, they keep, you know, governors are coming out with executive orders. Governor Wolf expanded his mask thing, but there's zero enforcement of any of it. There is no enforcement. Are you saying there's um, no law and order? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I are you playing a sound? Because I can't. Oh, I hear hit it. the goddamn it! Shut up. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I think without any sort of enforcement, we have nothing. Like Governor Wolf's order says, if you have a medical condition or a mental health disorder, you don't have to wear a mask. 
and you're not required to present any proof in order to not right, wear a mask. Right. So you literally have no absolutely zero repercussion. People aren't wearing masks in stores anymore. They're not wearing them in public. They're not wearing them around other people. And there is nothing we can do about it. So No, besides shaming them. Besides shaming them. That's- that's my plan, Train. Pit that, it to me. Oh, Pit I was. Me. Oh, you were next. You were 100 percent next. Yeah, go you're ahead. Gonna, go ahead. You're gonna end this, Caitlin. Uh, what do you think we should do? We need to shame people now. The, so mine is not a bipartisan approach. Mine is let's use Google Earth and and all types of technology and find people without masks on and then make their life hell. Okay. Cancel, cancel oh. their streaming services. Oh. You cannot. Shit. You cannot get Amazon packages anymore. Your all your Amazon packages lost. You won't see them again. <laughs> no streaming for you. Oh, <laughs> can I just say I want to hear more? I fucking love this idea. Yeah, you you want your life to resume? You know, a, a sense of normalcy. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to suffer. Put that fucking mask on, my dude. Put it the fuck on, and. Everything will go back to normal. I think we have to hold people hostage at this point because I agree with Katrina. I don't. I think it's too late for bipartisan bipartisanship, and our leadership sucks. And yeah, we need a new guard, but that's not gonna. It's just pessimism. But so I say, let's let's uh, let's shame them and let's let's hit them where it hurts. You know, life's luxuries. I agree. I can I just say. I wholeheartedly agree with this. <laughs> I agree with this so much. 100% fucking if we, if I had, so, so let's take cancel culture and move it to people not wearing masks. Like, yes. Is that, is that yes. The... I want to. And then when I say, when we say cancel culture, when we, when we talk about cancel culture, we're usually talking about someone who has been canceled and is no longer allowed to um, use like entertainment as uh-huh. their source of income. I'm saying you're no longer allowed to use entertainment as your source of enjoyment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, no, sorry. You don't get to watch Hamilton anymore. Motherfucker. You're done. Yeah. We're done. We actually cut your internet access off. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're fucking done. Oh, man. Can I just say, I know this is wrong, but this is what I want so badly. <laughs> yeah. We need to start the network. Let's start the underground network. I have no tech skills, but... Oh, man. We, I we can do it. I also don't it have tech skills. It should be Anonymous's new goal. I don't have tech <laughs> skills. You know I don't because you can't hear the Law & Order sound that I play. <laughs> <laughs> oh good so i and i've never said this before we've never done this before but uh caitlin wins that round let's move on <laughs> let's move on to the next let's move on Damn. to the next topic a lot of uh a lot of things are changing with the current social climate that we're in um the washington redacted are cha- looking to change their name to they're some- definitely gonna change they're their name. De- uh, well let, we're gonna i'm gonna draw i'm not gonna, i don't want to play play with the word definitely yet because they are looking into it, it they, they are saying Schefter said it's likely but again it's possible that they'll change their name to the dc redacted as that onion article said so we don't want to <laughs> listen we- <laughs> nike won't sell their shit FedEx will, who paid for their stadium, saying stop it. D- 
the, their money is involved exactly. now. They're money changing is, their name. That's true. Money is involved. That's why I think that yeah. I, I 100% think it's going to happen. I just, I don't want to say it is 100% going to happen because um, I don't like to be wrong. I'd rather not, I'd rather waffle on it and then take credit for it later. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, we have, we have um, a lot of things changing. In fact, the Cleveland uh, baseball team is looking to change, is looking into changing their name as well. Oh, we also have a lot of um, television shows that are uh, television shows and films that are changing the way that they're presented. Um, Gone with the Wind is no longer um, portrayed as it was previously. They they give a warning specifically about um, the way that slavery is depicted as a fun, happy, cool thing that happens in it. Um, and Lady Antebellum and Dixie Chicks. Lady changed Antebellum their changed their name to Lady A, and they're really, really, uh, like, staunchly don't ask them what the A stands for. <laughs> um, the Dixie Chicks have named have changed their name to the Chicks. Um, and we also have seen uh, shows. Really? Yes, yes, the Chicks. I missed that one. Wow. They are they are the chicks and and that's what's up there. Um, we we also have a bunch of television shows that are pulling some of their episodes from streaming services because of um, blackface that was taking place um, in the uh, in the episodes or as Tina Fey would call it race changing makeup. So um, let's first talk about how did modern shows like you know shows in the 2000 2010s get away with this kind of stuff for so long we're looking at um shows like 30 rock that have had multiple episodes with blackface shows like it's always sunny in philadelphia by the way i believe that arista has to answer for everything that philadelphia has ever done <laughs> so <laughs> uh, how how have they been able to get away with it so long in fact their first episode was called the gang gets racist why is that like why have we allowed that to occur katrina i will start with you okay well i would like to throw that immediately back at you oh because hang on, wait, wait hang on wait wait that's not what the podcast no, 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 is no. about listen yeah 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 yeah. katrina's terrain. winning terrain uh, <laughs> no i decide terrain. who's winning <laughs> your favorite show when we started dating with scrubs scrubs had three episodes pulled for black they did you love the office the office had a scene cut for black wait, 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 you love wait, the wait, office wait 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 i don't i would like to say that i like the office i don't love the office but i do i do i will admit that it was one of my real watch shows right, right. I'll, I'll say that i don't i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fucking cop to loving the okay, office okay. because honestly michael scott make, gives me chills i don't he freaks me the fuck 30 out. rock was a show you love i love 30 rock uh-huh. i will admit that i'll admit that every day uh and it's always something in the philadelphia is a show you like a lot so terrain these are all shows with blackface and I don't remember you saying shit about it. Firstly. So please, please firstly, tell me about this. Number one. Wow, Katrina. <laughs> wow. For, uh, number one is, how dare you talk to me this way? <laughs> Here's the problem, right? This was such like a normal thing, right? It was, it was cloaked in so much normalcy that mm -hmm. you're like, Oh, the fun part about them doing it is that they're making a joke that they're doing it, right? Like, uh, it's always said in Philadelphia, literally made jokes going, 
I don't know if it was tasteful for us to do the blackface for blah, 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 blah. And then they do the blackface. And that's the funny part, right? The funny part is that they joked about it. Same with, um, oh, not Scrubs. It was, uh, same with, uh, so, uh, one of the other 30 shows. 30 Rock. 30 Rock. You're right. Like, like, it, like. It was it was one of those things where it's like here's the the funny part is that we're talking about how it's not okay to do it and then we did it right right and it's like no <laughs> no it's it's not it was it was cloaked in so much normalcy that we were we were um kind of lulled in the situation where it was just an okay thing to do right like. There was no punishment for writers that did it. There were no punishment for directors that allowed it. There were no punishment for producers that produced it. It was just an okay thing. Mm -hmm. And then we also, one of the other things that was happening, right, was we, um, when there was an actor of color in the scene or in the show, we were like, oh, well, they said it was okay, so it's okay, right? Like, no, it's not but we use that as like a as a shield to go well we can't there's no criticism for this because Tracy Morgan was also in the room or Can Donald I Donald Faison was shut up. Or Donald Faison <laughs> was also in the room. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, can I can I devil's advocate something real quick? Ooh, we everyone loves a devil's advocate. Right. What if, I mean, what, like, what, no. What what do you think of the Chris Rock and Jimmy uh, Fallon one, where Chris Rock is the one who wrote the sketch I, in which Jimmy Fallon appeared in blackface? I don't think anyone should be doing blackface for any reason whatsoever, including Chris, including Chris Rock and. Uh, giving the like including like Ted Danson. Ted, the Ted Danson was the next thing I was going to give including Chris Rock for pushing firstly I'm talking <laughs> I'm kidding um pushing uh yeah Chris Rock pushing uh Jimmy Fallon telling him it's okay to do it or Ted Danson being pushed by Whoopi Goldberg saying it's okay if you do the if you do this it is it is fine it is not fine we're not at a, like this is not an okay thing to do like at all I I don't I don't understand why we allowed it for this long until you kind of look at the grand scope of things and you're like oh we allowed everything <laughs> this is so this is just par for the course right like it is it shouldn't happen at all and it continue like it. it it is, it's bananas. It's bananas. So, Katrina, I'm going to push it back to you, <laughs> throwing it at me like a motherfucker. Yeah. What do you think about it? I By the think... way, that was really good you throwing it at me. Thank you. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you. Um, yeah, because it, 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 it has been kind of, you don't realize until all these shows have come out and said they're removing their episodes, it's like, wow, I just didn't realize all these shows that are like really good shows, mm -hmm. a lot of them just did this so easily and like i said they're a lot of them are shows you really like yeah um, 30 rock got rid of literally four episodes yeah. i think because they did it in four episodes yep. and it's like scrubs i think three. two of them they had john ham doing it yes like they had john ham doing it specifically um uh scrubs i think you're right it's around three it's always sunny in philadelphia got rid of i want to say five um well, and and they i mean and to be fair they did not get rid of them um it was uk netflix and hulu right. who chose to remove those episodes the rob mcelaney is yet to comment on it right yeah the three white men who made the show did not choose to remove well them. hang on hang on hang on <laughs> two white men made the show don't give credit to charlie day i don't think he was sorry. one of the creators sorry you're right wow <laughs> 
That's Charlie, you, Day, Charlie. that's Charlie Day Erasure. And <laughs> is it Erasure from a thing he didn't do? Oh. <laughs> but it's it's it is something I think. Like any time I would see it in the show, I just be a little like, oh. But I've been I've been in a relationship with Terrain since I was fifteen, so most of these things I watched with Terrain. So I think I would always like kind of look at him and see what my reaction was supposed to be because mm-hmm. i was always i was always uncomfortable when i'd yeah. see it but as long as you were okay with them like okay it's fine right right which is and, like it's... and also i was programmed to believe it was yeah. fine yeah because i didn't have like there are some things i there are some conversations i didn't have with my parents the way that like uh other you know people of color had with their parents right like i have the the talk about like what to do if a police officer stopped me right like they gave me the talk about like wh- how to stay alive oh sorry there was a firework outside um th- they gave me the talks of how to stay alive and that kind of ended the discussion so i didn't get to have like that like real talk about blackness with them um so <laughs> I I didn't have like like when my when my friends were like, oh, you're like white to us. I was like, okay, that works. That seems like how I get accepted. So I, I didn't have those conversations. I did uh, it, it took like learning to go, oh shit, this is fucking terrible. Um now that I have this like real emotional uh moment to have for everybody. Arista, what are your thoughts on this? Well, <laughs> So I think the, the the one theme with all of these things, uh, like Scrubs, The Office, Community, Golden Girls, SNL, they're all comedies. So it's, they're mm-hmm. all making jokes. You already talked about this, but they're all making jokes about it. Right. And I think an issue is when you're doing something for satirical reasons, when you're presenting it as satire, it's hard. You have to walk a fine line between having it be interpreted in a satir- satirical way as it obviously should be, or interpreted as, like, not. So that's... In in uh, the Golden Girls, they were wearing mud masks, and they come out and say, oh, don't no, don't worry, we're wearing mud masks, we're not black. Like, that's... That's insanely racist. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I also saw people going, well, why are they getting pulled? They weren't actually being in blackface, they just were wearing mud masks. Yeah, it's... It's without... Look, I... Didn't know the context of that scene, and I think mm. the context makes it way worse. Yeah, you know, um, and that's similar to the community scene where he's not—he's yeah. not in blackface. He's a black elf. He's a dark. Uh, no, it wasn't a dark elf. Yeah, yeah. Some, but but Which they also ma- the this, the the funny part is they keep making jokes that he's in blackface. Right. Right. I, I believe someone calls it a hate crime at one point. Shirley, who is yeah. a racist stereotype herself. She 100% was a racist stereotype. So, but, by the way, we get into, by the way, another plug for Arista's movie adventure, but we, we get into, like, t- talks about how Aaron Sorkin's writing's fucking not great. Fucking Dan Harmon allowed a lot of nonsense to go on. Correct. <laughs> and... Um, if I, yeah, good. <laughs> so I want to I want to tell a quick story of a friend of mine from high school. Um, do you do you guys remember the old iPod commercials where it had a silhouette man yeah. dressed like it's a black silhouette with the white earbuds and the iPod? Uh, I think in like God maybe tenth grade he dressed as that for Halloween. 
So it Oof. came to school dressed like All that. All right, great. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I already, okay, here we yeah, go. Yeah, like, no, and it's something to think about, like, back then, like, yeah, he's just that, com- like, that's what he is. I'm sure now he probably should hopefully regret doing that. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, there were kids that made comments to him, like, hey, like, that's blackface. And he's like, no, 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 sorry, no, that's not what I meant. I'm not blackface, like, I'm a silhouette, it's different. So I want to I want to ask, uh, like genuinely, if the intent isn't there. Like my friend from high school, he did not intend to make a racist caricature in any way. Not even as like a, it's a joke that he's getting called out. No, he intended to be that commercial. Is that still? And I'm just asking just for discussion. Is that still like, like something we shouldn't do? Is that still racist? Is that still like a thing that shouldn't happen? I guess. Um, I'm gonna go based on the fact that she hasn't been able to talk this much during this. Caitlin, what do you think? <laughs> so I think it's funny. I have a, a similar story that I know of, and I've been thinking on this topic a lot. But I think where we're at now, today, I don't think intent matters. I think you've got to realize what putting an image like that out does. Um, and what it, you know, it's it's just tone deaf, um, and it's just not acceptable. I would say today, because of what a lot of people have learned and should have learned long ago, but unfortunately didn't. But um, so it like the intent piece for me is like moot now. It doesn't matter what you intend now. You know, if you went to a spa and you had a mud mud mask on and you just posted the picture on Facebook with no no context. Like, no, like, pay attention, You're tone deaf. Like, the intent doesn't matter now to me because you should know better, you should do better. But uh, I think I give a tiny bit of wiggle room for, tiny bit of wiggle room because I think, you know, 10 years ago that that level of awareness was just not there. Should have been, but it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. I, I will I'd say this. I, I think um, number one, I, I, I also I think I agree with you that sometimes the intent doesn't matter if you see the image like right. Like you have to understand what the image portrays. Right. So you may not mean to, you know, do the specific thing that you did. But if you if you see the image and see how it can evoke those kinds of thoughts, feelings, that kind of thing, then then, you know don't and also if you push if you push it and someone says like this is what it means to me right like this is what i am saying when i when i see that you have to have the ability to understand oh shit okay maybe i shouldn't have done that and have the you know wherewithal to say i i don't that's not the that's not what i'm trying to put give off as as a message and and accept that i think one of my main things like now right is I, I, I'm not necessarily punishing people for past, uh, past behaviors, right? Like, yes, I don't give a shit if, uh, someone who did blackface as a, as a YouTuber and that's how they became famous. I don't care if they like get deplatformed. I don't care if they are no longer able to make money that way because one, they have money and two, they'll fucking, they'll get over it. They'll get, they'll find another fucking financial stream, but 
my thing is now, if you have the ability to like, like you should be able to listen to what people say and understand where they're coming from and make adjustments, right? Like you should be able to go, Oh shit. Okay. That's not, that's not what I was trying to do, but I see how that's what I, that's what I, I did. I didn't try to, but I did. And you move from there. Right. Like you acknowledge what you've done and you move on. Like that's, I, that's what I'm looking for now. I'm not look, I, I, I know no one's a fucking saint. I don't, I don't care. Like I get it. People do fucking horrible stuff, right? Like Tina Fey's like, we did race changing makeup and then did unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt where she fucking wrote Jane Krakowski as a fucking native American character. Like don't like, like I, you already fucked up. We got that you fucked up. Do better, do better going forward do better katrina you look like you want to say something or p i'm I not just, sure i think that um i have a similar feeling towards the the blackface in the tv shows as i do towards the statues argument who who does it help to keep statues up or keep these episodes up who is it benefiting right who's getting a gain from this nobody no one is. You could take the episodes down. Everyone's still getting their residuals. It doesn't fucking matter. Right. But you're hurting people by keeping right. them who's, up. Who's getting hurt? People the, are getting right. hurt. So if they want to take down an episode of the Golden Girls, even though they didn't really mean it to be racist, like, who does that even hurt? Like, There's why still... are you wasting your your energy on something like that when you could be putting your energy towards racial injustice and police brutality or other actual important things. Yeah. There's still 174 episodes of Gilmore Girls. Uh, sorry. Golden Girls. Golden Girls. <laughs> Whoa. Do not bring Gilmore Girls into this. Look. Do look. not. Uh, my bad. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I can't believe I even did that. Uh, blessing, blessings to Stars Hollow. Um, but... Yeah. That, that's just my thought about it. Like, like it doesn't hurt anybody to take down a statue. It doesn't hurt anybody to change a, a fort's name to something less mm -hmm. confederate and racist i would personally like, love to say i was born at a different place mm -hmm. i same i would i think it's pretty shitty that i have to say that i i i terrain a black man was born at fort hood named for john bell hood not only not only a confederate general but like a bad one like he was really bad yeah. like it's as if the it's as if the name the moniker uh, Fort Hood was just like this guy was so bad for the Confederacy. He was almost a Union general. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to to add like Scrubs specifically. Bill Lawrence, the creator of Scrubs, came out and he said that like he pulled the episodes personally himself. He decided that like exactly what you guys are saying that just doesn't help anybody. It's not. He said maybe the episodes will come back in the future after they edit out those scenes, but. He, he went out and publicly said, like, yeah, I, I pulled these all myself now. I, did, I don't want these being a representation of Scrubs. Yeah. Right. You know, he, he said he like, was deeply ashamed of those. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And I think what uh, Zach Braff said, like, during the time when he wore blackface in one of the episodes, he's saying, like, he rationalized it because, oh, this is just about a friend imagining his life uh, as his friend. Like, a man imagining what life would be like if he were his friend. It's so like in his mind, that's how he internalized it. And so that's, again, they all kind of came out and said like, nope, that was bad. We definitely shouldn't have done that. Right, right. So. Um, how do we, uh, how do we feel about the episodes being pulled? I think, actually, you know, I think we kind of did that, we didn't we? That. Let's. Uh, I will, 
I, I just want to say, like, it's nice. It's a good start, obviously. I think it's a great start. But, you know, defund the police and then arrest the cops who murdered Breonna Taylor. Like, Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's in the context of everything else. This is not very right. important. I agree. I think yeah. I think that's the I think that's what is very very important to uh, to push right like oh cool we're doing this this is another thing that we're gonna do uh, I really make want to make sure that this is not something that we're gonna do instead of doing other things right like there are other things that we need to do we need to fucking defund however you want to say it defund the police abolish the police divest from the police to uh, communities of color we blah 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 like like like. You, this is not, I'm sorry, there's apparently fireworks going on outside of my home right now. Um, my bad. Uh, but, but we need to, we need to do that. We need to have, um, you know, the, the cops who have brutalized people and murdered people that needs to be addressed. That is more important than what is happening right now. And though I'm slightly happy with what's going on right now, I, I like that, you know, the, I, I like that shows and, and Hollywood are having a reckoning about what they've done fine. But the more important thing is that we change the systematic, uh, the systematic things that currently persist in our, in our, in our country that uh, allow for injustices to continue to happen. So like, great. I'm glad you guys got rid of some of those fucking um, 30 rock episodes, or I'm glad we're going to put a warning up for, uh, a Mad Men episode, but I'd much rather see um, cops who murder get charged and sentenced. Uh, that's where I'm going with. Um, <laughs> should I move on? I was gonna throw it to Caitlin as a joke, but I thought <laughs> I thought it's not a great idea right now based on what I just said. Let's just quick move on to other problematic shows, and this one I will throw to you, Caitlin. What are some other problematic things that you've seen? And I, I don't want to just limit this to race, just because it's not always race. It usually is, but it's not always race that's like a super problematic thing that's seen in shows. Um, I know I have my example, but I'll, I'll hold off on that. Um, Caitlin, what are some things that you saw? Or, or do you have any? If you don't, which that's cool too. I'm looking at my notebook because I did write some examples down. I was a bit worried. I'm like, Caitlin, don't goof this. But uh, Caitlin's like, I think TV's been pretty fucking good. <laughs> I mean, I we've been we've been watching True Blood, and it fucking holds up. True Blood rocks. <laughs> True if you Blood find a problem up. with True Blood, just keep it away from me. I don't want to know. <laughs> Just kidding. I do want to know. Yeah, I want to better myself. I was going to say, she's joking. She 100% is open for... <laughs> Go ahead, God. I'm kidding, everyone. Yeah. Um, what I have written down on my handy notebook is Jake Gyllenhaal, Prince of Persia. Oh, yes. Jake Gyllenhaal, Prince of Persia is not good. <laughs> um, I think they do a, I think they do numerous movies mm -hmm. that are like set in like Egypt or like in that area of the world and they're like who we, should be I those mean, people we White people we've whitewashed sure. jesus christ so it's like <laughs> yeah we'll do it with anything we don't care we don't care <laughs> we'll do it it's fine 
he born in the Middle East? He's so white. He's white, <laughs> and he's got fucking washboard. We ads. can make everybody over there white, right? I love that. I love uh, the white part's weird. The ripped part is also weird because I don't remember any stories about him like just doing curls no. or like or like doing like chin ups. Like motherfuckers jack yeah, the I'm shit. So You're like, why? What is he doing? Abs are really hard. Like he's got a really. I don't remember. I don't remember one story about Jesus working on his core, and I find that bananas <laughs> to me. Swole Jesus is the best Jesus. Swole Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, episode title: Swole Jesus. <laughs> oh boy! But uh, as you guys know, I also sent in our group chat earlier that um, that picture. Of, uh, Viola Davis shared it on Instagram, yes. and I of Charlie Brown um, Franklin, the character of color, the one. Uh, the one. Nobody was sure. It, there's just one. They do call um, him that That one. <laughs> sitting alone on a side of the table while everyone else is crowded on the other side of the table. And Franklin is sitting in a crappier chair. Everyone has a nice chair. Franklin's in some like janky ass lawn chair where all of his friends are avoiding him. It's fucked up. Yeah. It's fucked up. So one thing I would honestly recommend for everyone to do is to go. I don't, I don't remember the specific context of it, but it is, uh, um, uh, Viola, Viola, uh, sorry, Viola Davis talking to someone about her worth. It is a fucking empowering. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna end the, I'm gonna end the episode with it. Uh, it is an empowering, um, an empowering discussion for her about like I've won this, I've won that, I have shown that I am of the best of the best. Fucking pay me like it. It is so sick to like see someone understand their worth and be like, give me the money that that I deserve. Based on my accomplishments, uh, when you give some of these other dum-dums a fucking unreasonable amount of money for doing fucking fuck all. It is so great. You can tell I'm getting real dr- I'm pretty drunk. I'm just starting to throw the fuck word around. <laughs> um, um, Katrina, do you want to go next? About- sure. Yes, go ahead. Um, I think that... I think lately I've been having a reckoning with... And I have always really enjoyed seeing a diverse cast when I watch a television show. I've definitely never liked seeing a white person cast in a role that should be played by a person of color. That happens very frequently in movies. Um, like Eduardo Savage. Yeah, yeah. Savage. Social Network no. is coming to mind. <laughs> no, we no, addressed that. No, we addressed it. It's deep, but we got it. It's fine. <laughs> But I, I just think about, like, how many casts could have been more diverse and aren't, and, and how I enjoy... I, I just really enjoy a show more when I see more diversity. Um, I think about one of my favorite shows of all time, which is Buffy. Oh, shit. And it's Hang it's on. an all-white cast. Oh, shit, guys. We got Holy a couple shit. of guest stars who are people of color, but oh that's it. Oh, my God. The principal, though, uh, what was his name? Principal Woods. He was yeah. in later seasons. I think he was only in, like, six and seven. I know, yeah. Um, I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. We had, um, I think, Forrest, who was uh, a guest star for the fifth season. 
Oh, yeah. Um, we had the Slayer Kendra, who was a guest star for a couple episodes. But beyond that, there really wasn't people of color represented in that show. And, and it kind of it, it makes me look back on it a little negatively. Um, so I, I just want to see, like, uh, everything I watch that has a diverse cast, I think, is better for it. And I just, I think a show is made better when we have more people represented than just, oh, look, here's five white, attractive people doing stuff. Like, I, I just, I don't care. I, I, I'm gonna, <laughs> whoa. I just want to point out, one, she didn't tell me she was bringing this up. <laughs> uh, two, this is like her favorite show. Trina, I think you're married to a goddess. I like, honestly, I Trina is a goddess. Can I just say, mm-hmm. uh, winning? It, it is. It is. <laughs> I'm gonna say this, uh, and I, I mean this very, very much. And I'm not. I'm not doing it for the bit. I'm not doing any of that. Like, but, but she continues to just astonish and amaze me. And this is one that seems so small, but is so huge. Right? Like. I am fucking baffled that she has anything bad to say about Buffy. She doesn't do it. She never does it. In times where I think she should, she's like, she's defended that show. I am fucking dumbfounded right now. This is bananas to me. I, and I'm not going to do anything like, I'm not going to do anything like that for her right now. Like, I'm not. I don't have something that she didn't know I was going to talk about. Holy shit. Wow. Who who hasn't gone besides me? You go Arista. Arista, I haven't gone yet. Arista, you go next, but like I'm just wow. I uh, married the greatest person on earth. It's bananas. Aww. I'm gonna bring up a couple shows that I think in general are just problematic. Shit, he's gonna like, fucking pick up the one I have. God damn. No, no, no. I was gonna say uh, how I Met Your Mother. That damn it! Put. You said no, I'm not going to immediately pick it. <laughs> damn. Well, you know, the 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 show about a bunch of attractive white people in New York doing attractive white people things. There are literally, I can't think of any prominent black character in that Wayne entire Brady, show. Wayne Brady, Barney's brother. Oh, that's, that's right. Sorry. Yep. And, and like, literally the whole of it is that he's black, right? Like, that's... That's the... definitely a joke. Right. In yeah. the show. Right. Sure. Like, that's, that is a... Big joke in the show. Big joke in the yeah, show. That's, that's, How Much Your Mother was like one of my favorite shows. Like it's. I agree. Like legit. Like just <laughs> Barney has said. Just Barney alone is a oh, fucking yeah. horrifying, um, yeah. horrifying figure on a show. He has admitted to selling a woman. Selling <laughs> a woman. Like, you laughed, but it's like, that's what he's done. On every and every episode, he, what, one of them, like, like, he just tricks women into having sex with him. He tricks them. That's, that's what his shtick was. And I remember being like, this is great. I love this. I love all of it. And, like, in this, like, new, new, it's not, uh, we say in this new era, it's not new. Like, we're in the same world we live in. It's just, we need to understand, like, these kinds of things aren't fucking great. 
Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I no, no. I stole your show. So no, no. Do you have anything? No, <laughs> no. I actually have something about how I met your mother that I just thought about. Do you guys remember Lily's friend? Lily's black friend when when Lily would be around oh when her Will friend? when Lily would be around her friend and then suddenly take on the attributes of her friend yeah that's yeah. good wait right? terrain terrain what's that called <laughs> <laughs> you firstly that's that's not called no, code that switching not code that's switching. not what it is Damn. if Damn anything it. it's co-opting it's yes it's cultural <laughs> appropriation or co-opting for fucking like it, no it's not wow that was a good joke that would have landed if you knew what code switching was. <laughs> no. anyway no, that's good. Go ahead, Katrina. Go ahead. No, that's all I wanted to point out. That was really good. No, I, I, I was going to move on to a couple other shows that I had. So, but yeah. do you have any more about how much mother's? No, you good. Go ahead. Yeah, you're good. Go ahead. I will never turn down an opportunity to trash Game of Thrones. It's a show <laughs> with a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, predominantly white cast. But the, the, the uh, people of color in that show are all killed off and not given any prominent positions uh, whatsoever. Um, they glorify rape. There's a lot of rape scenes for no reason. A lot of sexual assault in that show. Can I? Can I? I'm, I'm uh, going to quick cut you off real quick because one of the things that happened was. Sorry, I didn't realize that I still have Facebook open and I got a message. One of the things that happened was um, Jason Momoa um, was doing an interview and he said how fun it was to be able to like rape women in the oh, show. Oh no. Oh, that no. was, I believe, at like a Comic Con panel. Yeah, that was a panel. Oh. That was oh, a no. panel. You didn't like, know about I, that, Arista? No, and I like. Well, I used to like Jason Momoa, but holy shit, no. Yeah, he basically said something like, "Oh, what a great job I have, where I get to rape women." Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, like that's a crazy thing to say, out loud or uh, ever at ooh, all. Yep. Go ahead. Yep, I just go ahead, looked go it ahead. up. Yep, I just looked it up. He's. Ooh. Yeah, mo- most of the characters. Oh, and he, uh, he called he. The quote is "beautiful women," uh, yeah. which is even, even more depraved. The, the, the characters right. of color no in the is... show, you can like, you can like point them out as like, oh, they're a slave, or they're a servant, yes. or they're yes. a brute. Like, right. Name another yeah, like, one. Name another Miss, option, because I can't. Miss, right. Yeah, Miss Sandai was the one I can think slave. of. Slave. Miss Sandai was former slave. Miss Sandai was a slave. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah, exactly. Like former slaves turned. So it's just like. Former slave turned like, servant. So, former yeah. slave turned 100% still slave, but different yeah. different name. I mean, yeah. I will trash Game of Thrones every which way. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And then uh, the last show, and I don't want to go too deep into this, but the show 13 Reasons Why it fucking sucks. It glorifies suicide and teen suicide, so Oof. don't don't even watch it. Yeah, I, I I read things about Thirteen Reasons Why. I never got into the idea of watching it at all. Um, don't. And yeah, no, I didn't. Am I the only one nope. who's good now? Yeah, you go. Um, so I will say this: I love the show Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> I love it. Oh. I think it is a great show. Um. However, when you look deeper into Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you actually find some, like, pretty distinct problems. Number one, specifically, Charles Boyle is a sexual harassment lawsuit waiting to happen. 
Um, he has, on numerous occasions, just been a real perv about people he works with, talks about his sexual whatever desires with people he works with after hearing them say please don't like he he just keeps kind of doing this and it's rough because i'm like oh i love this show but he's like not good um we also have the fact that like what <laughs> one of the things they love are when they get new new weapons they can use on perps. Like, that is, that is like, they're really into that. They're super excited about it. And I understand it's a comedy about, you know, it's a, it's a cop comedy. Comedy about cops. But when, when uh, their captain came back one day, really, really happy because he went to Paris... One of the things they said was, okay, we have to, we can get whatever we want from him. And multiple cops wanted a tank. Like, that is the militar- militarization of cops that doesn't need to be there. Um, uh, it's just, that show has, like, weird specifics where you're like, huh, that's actually really bad. And you can't tell if they're trying to portray it as this isn't a good thing or like, haha, yuck, yuck. This is so funny. Cops, right? Like you can't tell the difference between it. I think there's just so many shows that humanize cops. And there are so few shows that humanize people of color that has created such a, the, such a huge problem in our country where we revere and respect cops and always think about how they feel and, and how they're scared and whatever. And we right. never think about the people like, they're, they're targeting or hurting right, or right. harassing like, or like killing. You, we don't really worry about the, the, the person of color who's worried about the police around them because of what they have seen the police do. But we are really worried about the cop who didn't get her McDonald's order at the time she wanted. And she thought, hey, it's possible that... Uh, my McDonald's order was fucked with. <laughs> so if, if it helps, I, I read that they, the writers scrapped all plans they had for next season and they're going to start something, yeah. a new, like something else yeah. uh, in light of you know, the protests. And, I know, I and, saw that, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, it's, hopefully that, that helps a little, but yeah, it's not something I considered. I, I, in fact, thought that Brooklyn Nine-Nine was on a show that was not, like, in my list of things that aren't problematic, but I guess... <laughs> And I'm literally just talking specific. I mean, I'm talking specifically about like I, I know I mentioned the the other things in the in the in the like military military. Oh, fuck me, I'm drunk. <laughs> Militarization of the police, but I mean Charles Boyle himself as a character is a straight up walking sexual harassment lawsuit. All he does is sexually harass the people he works with. That's Correct. the joke. The joke is he keeps talking about sex to them, or in the early episodes, he keeps uh, advancing on Rosa, who is who has made it clear she is not interested, and that is the joke. Like, the joke is he really wants to fuck Rosa, and she doesn't want to. Yuck, yuck, yuck. This is so funny. <laughs> like that's what like that's what's going on in this in this show. And it's like I love this show but like 
don't. And they they tamed him up a little bit, but they still do it. Like, he still continues to talk about sexual things with his co-workers who tell him out loud, no. Like, no doesn't mean no to Charles Boyle, and that's pretty fucking bananas. I like what you said earlier, Terrain, about, um, like, let's just do better and, like, you know, be able to recognize when we need to maybe be like, okay, no, that was wrong. Like, let's, my bad, I'm going to do better in the future. Like, there's an opportunity for something like Brooklyn Nine-Nine that's got good things, lots of good things, Mm -hmm. definitely a diverse cast, definitely a great show, well-written, but some definitely problematic things that, like, pointed out. Like, let's just kind of do better next season. Yeah. Like, maybe acknowledge some of our faults and do better, and it doesn't have to be cancel culture, although right. some people still deserve cancellation. But. I I agree, and I, like, here's the thing. When, when, the, when the cancel hammer comes down on some people, I just don't care. And I, <laughs> I, I like, I don't have a problem with people canceling Shane Dawson a person whose name I found out about like six minutes ago. Like, I just don't care. Right. I don't have that feeling when, when MTV is like, we're not going to do a, a different reality show about this person because they've said this horrible thing. I'm like, I don't care. I'm trying to watch the challenge dog. Get out of here. Like <laughs> I, I, there, there are, there are a lot of things that like, I just don't care about too much. And, and I I see, I see too much care about, right? Like I see too many people going, well, why is Jenna Marbles getting canceled when blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, "Mm, Jenna Marbles, isn't she a fucking millionaire? Calm yourself down. Like, Mm. how about we, how about we allow her space to be vacated so it can be taken up by uh, fucking YouTubers of color who want to blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Or someone who's just never done blackface. Or someone who's never done blackface. (laughs) I'm he, actually 100% on board with people who haven't been black. Oh, yes. She she sort of, like, canceled herself in a way. She took she, down her own channel. Yeah. And she posted this video, like, I'm so, like, obviously, like, I'm sorry. I regret it so much. I'm not interested in hurting other people. I don't want to have this conversation. Like, at, uh, like I don't want to ca- hear any arguments against this. I'm just doing this right. sort of thing. So, yeah, I agree. Like, let someone else fill that space. Thanks. I, I think we're too reflexive to defend people who have done it, right? Yeah. Like, I think we're too defensive. We're like, I fucking love this actor, or I love this singer, or I love this YouTuber. Are they considered actors? I don't know specifically. But, like, like we're too defensive to go, they need to stay because I love them. Like, no. how How has Mark Wahlberg how not been canceled? How the fuck has Mark Wahlberg, who has committed just legit hate crimes been he blinded a man yeah because he, he was because he was asian yes like why don't i know this oh good question caitlin caitlin i got a i got some bad there news is for you. literally a section on mark Wahlberg's wikipedia for his hate crimes yeah yeah look it up <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm googling. Oh, I'm googling. like, like, why is that? Like, like, why is he still acceptable? Right? Like, why? But we've canceled women in 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 media for Ooh. for a lot less, for a fuckload less. Like, they've committed zero hate crimes. Like, it's 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 bananas. Um, 
I think legal issues. It's under legal issues. Right, it's legal. Not issues. Technically under hate crimes. That's true. It's legal issues. I got issues. what you guys are saying. Well, I mean to be fair, it's legal issues, but all of his legal issues <laughs> tied to hate crimes. While high on PCP, the then 17-year-old Wahlberg assaulted a middle-aged Vietnamese man on the street, calling him a Vietnam fucking shit. All right, I'm going to read this later. No, but no. I, he blinded him. I'm 100%. For life. Just, Permanently blinded him. I want you to know I'm 100% fine with you reading it on the pod because <laughs> because a lot of people don't, like, know that about Mark Wahlberg. They're like, no, he's Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. We're cool. Like, that's Holy shit. fine. Charged with attempted murder, pled guilty to felony assault, sentenced two years jail, but only served 45 days of his sentence. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. Second victim? Holy, permanently blind in one eye? My God. Yeah, there's a lot of fucked up shit here. I'll read on my own time. Sorry, no, I, no, that's fine, but I just want everybody to know this is, uh, you have, you've been listening to Alcoholics where you just kind of learn horrible shit. <laughs> <laughs> you just learn real, real hard shit. So um, before we go... We should probably end it with something more upbeat, question mark. Um, uh, you guys got anything fun going? <laughs> can, can we can we declare an overall winner of today's podcast? Yes. I have a nomination in mind. Yes. Uh, I'd like to nominate Miss Katrina. Seconded. Oh, fuck this. I, I don't know. No, it's not okay. Oh, Just... wow. And now she's humble. God damn it. Well, fine. <laughs> fine. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to name our first winner ever in the Alcoholics history. The first winner of a podcast, uh, Katrina Myricks. Congratulations for your win. Um, please give us a, please give us a speech. Please make sure that it's about law and order. Jesus Christ. Are you playing the sound again? Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. I, I just like to dedicate my win to Terrain Myricks, who's taught me everything I know about race. And I don't want that to be. Well, no. Representation. I don't want that to be. My, no. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Oh, we're going to end this right the fuck now. Thank you guys for listening. Um, We will see you possibly next week, right? No, no, we will. Um, my birthday's not next week. So uh, we're going to see you next week, the week after, question mark. Um, thanks for listening. Um, thank you for our guest, Arista and Caitlin, for coming on. We are so happy to have both of you. Um, Caitlin, we will have you back as soon as you'd like to. Arista, reach out to our booking agent. Thank you <laughs> for listening. We will see you all next time. And cheers. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Thank you. We won't talk about gender inequality of pay because a lot of the women who've stepped forward and I stand in solidarity with them, okay? What they're getting paid, which is half of what a man is getting paid, well, we get probably a tenth of what a Caucasian woman gets. And I'm number one on the call sheet. And then I have to go in and I have to hustle for my worth. That's what I feel like I'm doing. When I demand what I feel, listen, I have a more than a 30-year professional career. I have... I had a friend who said, yeah, but Viola, your career is better than my career. I said, yeah, but you can't compare me to you. Because once again, 
I got the Oscar, I got the Emmy, I got the two Tonys, I've done Broadway, I've done off-Broadway, I've done TV, I've done film, I've done all of it. I have a career that's probably comparable to Meryl Streep, Julianne Moore, let's Sigourney Weaver, they all came out of Yale, they came out of Juilliard, they came out of NYU, they had the same path as me and yet I am nowhere near them. Not as far as money, not as, as far as job opportunities, nowhere close to it. And yet I have to constantly get on that phone, and I have fabulous agents, by the way, they, they are getting it. But I have to get on that phone and people say, you're a black Meryl Streep. <laughs> you are, and we love you. We love you. There is no one like you. Okay, then if there's no one like me, you think I'm that? You pay me what I'm worth. You give me what I'm worth. And, not, and, and even in terms of roles, because when I delve into a role, I want something complicated too. I do.